0: i might be the oldest at the table. Oh, all right. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is JP Water Cooler, episode number 252. You're at the kids' table. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking <laughs> about sharing all, WordPress at the kid's content. Table. You, Daddy, say being
1: mean. No.
0: Today, we're going to be talking about mailing lists and sh- uh, sharing your WordPress content using those mailing lists. Let's go around the room real quick and uh, introduce ourselves. Adam, you win
2: the alphabet. It's up to you. Please. Tell us about the kid's table. Okay, I'm Adam Silver. I'm at the Kids Table, which I love it here. No parents. Uh, I run Concierge WP, small little dev agency out in uh, Cary, North Carolina. Moved from LA two months ago. Also run Kitchen Sink WP in the podcast there every week. Episode one ninety one comes out next Monday. Nice man.
3: Well, you're like nipping. You're like
2: yeah. Has to go again?
3: No, you one time per per weird thing I do. <laughs> David, how about you?
0: So Tell we us get infinite about
1: times. <laughs> Hey, everybody, my name
4: name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios. First time WP Water Cooler newbie. Loving it. Love the show. I
3: downloaded something from you guys.
4: uh, (laughs) You did, but that's cool. Uh, You can find me at AspenGroveStudios.com, obviously. I would give you my Twitter handle, and it's down there, but I just don't tweet that much. Um, I also launched WPThePodcast.com. New WordPress podcast. Check it out. We're, we're nice. Oh, two hundred.
5: What is this? Like a podcast plug? <laughs> yeah. Time? yeah. Let's plug the dragcast
2: one. I had it. I had it. I have my Dreadcast oh, shirt right around here somewhere. Where is this? <laughs> well, Tony's oh, Tony's here. Literally... Hold on, Tony, come out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird.
2: No. Oh man. <laughs> no. George, tell us about your
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> Hi, my podcast is the Water Cooler, and you're watching it right now. So I work at. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, can I get the radio announcer voice going today? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh I work at automatic <laughs> on jetpack and I like building shiny things. Awesome. That's true, man.
3: like actually Damn. shining things that light up. <laughs> that is a
1: real yeah. fact. Blind
0: you go Nice. <laughs> How about you, say?
3: Oh hey, I'm say. Read. Uh maker press, <laughs> teach for press, preach press, on all the things at Say Read Media. I don't have another podcast. I have a one podcast kind of girl. That's
0: it. Over to you, Steve. Let me just swipe <laughs> over actually, to I Steve to yeah, I to actually. Swipe
3: over to Steve.
5: <laughs> I am uh, I'm Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive and I run the OC WordPress Meetup.
0: Awesome man. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter and um, my website is Jasontucker.blog. And lastly, I do um, I, I run a meetup as well. I run the Whittier WordPress meetup. So feel free to go take a look at I, that I used to run a meetup as
5: well. I, I, I need to give a quick plug, Jason, uh, uh, yeah, for Word, WordCamp US. We have, like I think, one spot left for sponsorship. So if anybody watching this uh, podcast is looking uh, or thinking about that sponsorship, grab it now because there is literally How one spot left. Like How much is it? Come
3: on, I'm it. starting to go I mean, fund
5: me
0: so I can get it. it, it, <laughs> it, it, it it's a lot.
5: No, okay. it's not a lot. I mean, um, but
2: do you want it? It's sure. uh, $35,000. <laughs> oh, you know what? I usually start my projects at 45. Let me, see, let me put pencil and paper, see what I can do oh, for it's, you. Uh, I, it actually, I wow, you know, you it looks have like the been the
5: talking best to Chris 45.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, what, I think there's one, literally one
0: table left. That's all we have room for. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, make I sure you go take a look the at the table. that. Table. You what?
3: <laughs> I do not want the table. I just thought okay. I you In case you were curious, we were. <laughs> I knew. So let's let's talk a little bit. Let's talk
0: a little bit about mailing about mailing lists, doing uh, mailings, and then being able to actually uh, you know collecting people's email addresses and be able to uh, get those into the whatever mailing program or mailing um, online service that you're using and send that out. Um, You mean
3: harvesting. Harvesting the
0: email. Are you from Boston all of a
3: sudden? (laughs) It's Halloween. Come on. You're not pronouncing your Harvesting.
5: (laughs) I was trying
3: to be a spooky ghoul, not someone from Boston.
5: Okay, but you weren't pronouncing your Rs.
1: (laughs) Well,
3: I was a Boston
1: ghoul. (laughs) Nice. Where's the brains? Harvard. Harvard's got the (laughs) brains.
0: So how, how should people how should people start out? Let like, let's say let's just let's just for instance this whole thing. So we're not like going through all these different uh different types of uh, services out there. So let's say that everyone that's going to be doing this is going to be using Mailchimp. So Mailchimp, it's it's common people use this stuff. You're this using Mailchimp. Fine, we're gonna say that. Yeah. Free. So it's free. It's free for up to like five thousand people or something like that. So or two thousand. <laughs> two thousand.
3: So.
1: So,
0: because and of then that, it is
3: decidedly not I, free after
0: I have my MailChimp right here.
3: Well,
1: <laughs> before we settle on one, let's give a quick rundown. Uh, there are a lot of different options.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Does Jetpack basic... one?
1: <laughs> well, yes, but that's not what I was going to say, <laughs> actually. But between MailChimp, Constant Contact, Aweber, my Emma, um, Mad Mimi,
4: Get Response, Active Campaign,
2: um, so Drip. Drip, yeah. There's a convert wow. kit. Yeah, there's a, so, hand. There's, a, there's, there's a There's an easy you, dozen. There's your top so ten. you
1: think we're just uh, trying to like show preference by talking about MailChimp over the others? We're not. It's just if we were talking about each individual one, uh, that would eat up the entire half hour. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. Also, exactly. it is just, that... Yeah, we just list that, them that would eat up the half hour.
3: It is that first 2,000 being free that is the reason that I think that MailChimp is... Uh, the kind of the default go to especially for onboarding small businesses because they can start there and mm-hmm. by the time someone's up to 2,000 subscribers they're having a different business model to look at and they're looking at some different options so I think for for that type of onboarding it makes sense to kind of assume some sort of MailChimp.
4: I wish we were that wise Say it took us a little longer than the 2000 to do our research but I totally get what you're saying about the costs Beyond the two thousand. Well, the
5: Definitely. thing I love about Mailchimp is the interface, right? It's it's a, it is really, really super easy for anybody to use.
0: So it's a good place to start, is what we're saying, it right? A, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
5: And you can also you can also get a monkey. They'll, they'll, they'll give you a monkey.
3: Their sweaty monkey hand when you're sending the um the your or message. It's it one it of the most um yeah. Does yeah. everyone hit their does everyone else hit their screen with the high five? Do they do the high when, five?
5: You high-fived I, the sweaty monkey hand?
3: I, I high 5 the sweaty
0: monkey hand. Wait, we all have apparently, you know? <laughs>
3: that is not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So let's uh, talk. Let's talk about it a little bit. So you have, have it. You have MailChimp or something like it, and now you're wanting to get somebody to subscribe to it. So out of the box, any of these solutions usually have some type of very basic form that you can stick on your website. And well, that-
3: MailChimp has been going to town with that lately because now they've got like pop ups and side ups and slide ups and.
1: Yep. Yep. Well, so they can drop downs and hang tens, and yeah, exactly. into your site and you're like, yeah,
5: man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so Basically, so we're getting yeah, uh, we we introduced do. a whole bunch of stuff at once, Jason. Right now we're talking about now you're talking about integration, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. at at its basic level, uh, from an integration standpoint, you should be looking for a uh, a service that at least has a WordPress widget, right? At, at its most basic mm-hmm. form, they give you a WordPress widget so you could just put it in a sidebar, right? That, I, that's I, the kind of the easiest way
2: to do it.
3: I do tend to find that the out of the box uh, Mailchimp widget itself is not the best one for the job in that case, though.
2: Well. True. Why? Well, so why?
3: Well, I'm just a really big fan of the setup for the Iberi code one. That's just I just really like it. It's super simple and easy to use. Um, but I, I also think that MailChimp is kind of circumventing that need with their kind of built-in embed stuff that they have going on. So it's not as vital anymore to have that necessarily, I would say.
2: Okay. So we have, we have Mailchimp as a, as a de facto baseline standard, uh, a widget that Steve suggests. What about how many fields do you think you want to grab? Well,
5: okay. How many fields you think you want to grab versus how many fields you (laughs) should grab is a, that's Can we
3: not use the word grab. (laughs) I know I love
5: the word grab. Um,
3: especially especially given the recent
5: news. Um, um, (laughs) we, um, (laughs) Uh, it, it, really, it's a matter of 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 should versus should. versus versus want to Adam, right? I mean, really, if if you want if you want to maximize how many people are going to sign up, you should grab
2: as few fields as possible. Right. Email yeah. address only, really, technically. Right. What? Absolutely. That's it. Yeah, yeah and so, you in the theory can
3: get more stuff later.
2: Right, because the more you ask for upfront, the less likely people are going to want to fill up.
3: Kind of like dating. Right. The- <laughs>
2: But then
1: you can also do integrations like if you're running a e-commerce store right. uh, through WooCommerce or W e-commerce, what have you. After someone checks out, you've already got their information, their uh, address, their phone number, their email, everything. Then you can just say, Hey, we've already got this. Can we add you to our mailing list? Those and then blocks. you've got more data to
2: right. uh, better tailor yeah. but and then most people most people account. default that checkbox yes versus no because it make, make it a person make it so that the user has to say uncheck me from the email list right it's for better or for worse I but think I it know. depends yeah.
4: on the the case of which your your email form is going to be used for for instance if it's for a newsletter or for your blog for us we, we capture name and email address minimum our checkout on our e-commerce stores we do, zip code name email that's it we don't even have require you? them to use address and stuff so we have can you, personalize marketing Go have safe. you done
3: any ab testing on your uh, response rate for asking for the name and email versus just the email
4: have i you haven't done that them? low no and the only reason we haven't is because i like the personalization of when you do send out the next emails whether it's a sequence and automation or you know a welcome email it's Hi, say. And it's it is personal.
3: if I put "say" it as my name, but why would right. I do that? When it's so much fun to have random yeah. email lists call me other names.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> say like we the guy, are aware like that your first name is not a curse word. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
4: well, most people most people do give their real name. So
1: fool. Mm. Well, <laughs>
2: so then the other but question if you is, don't,
0: if you don't collect it? Then you can't you can't say it, right? You, you can not put in it in there.
4: Yeah, you can't put it in
2: there. Right, I like the personal touch. But what about the fact? I think it's like, here's so the thing personal. I think that personal cool. touch, Everyone knows it's a mail merge at this point. No one knows it's right. not personal. It's a mail exactly. merge.
3: Exactly. That's my it's point. My, like it's not. My it's favorite not is personal. my
2: favorite is when people mess up that merge and I get dear bracketed first name. <laughs> <laughs> then you know they didn't they didn't go back and do they they didn't merge it properly dear you know open bracket Adam or no first name and bracket you know, yep. you know so, yeah
3: so like yeah I I actually think that I am almost uh, turned off by marketing that ha- uses my name cuz they're like hey say and i'm like hey person that's not an actual person and that doesn't like it 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 it's like starting it off on a fake note and to me oh. that's just like you know we all know this is crap we all know like I said it's a variable so i don't know it can be useful obviously I, that's just my personal take on it
4: well developers i think know it's a variable but i'm not convinced that the average joe knows that it's a Uh, you know, that that's something that's common
1: in the development world. I mean, also psychologically, psychologically, there's the big win of if you put someone's name in the subject line, they're more likely to open it.
4: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Ours is on metrics and statistics and, you know, should you, shouldn't you, how you should format these emails and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, so, now, so that, also, emails- that
3: also knits itself really closely to the branding of that particular company because if that's more of a friendly hey what's up type of deal right. then right. that that makes sense if it's more of a formal thing where it sounds forced or something like that then that's right. it's really unnecessary so beyond just that though in terms of the you know which names and variables are using that's not really dependent on whether on wordpress you know that could be right. any sort of mail sure. collection yeah. Yeah, system have- yeah. Yeah. and so, now
1: we were talking about The way you can get the most conversions into your mailing list is by keeping the form simple. So you're only prompting for their email address. But there's a lot of other stuff you can gather with that that they don't have to put in. Like you could track uh, what IP address they're connecting from, which you can convert into country codes. You can then uh, segment your list out. You can track their uh, web browser user agents. You can tell if they're connecting from a PC or a Mac or a mobile device. And then you can later segment your lists out that way so you can see that maybe, oh, my users that are using Macs and iPhones may be more willing to make a purchase than folks on Android or PCs. So uh, and just <laughs> tailor your marketing based on all these things mm-hmm. that you're not prompting the user for, but if you are paying attention, you can actually capture that data and
2: segment based on And it. then it's in there all, there's also. There's also studies that show that if the box on the website says just enter your email address to sign up to our list is less Conversion ready? Then click here to get something. Yeah, you want to mm-hmm. give a reward. Right, That's the, the best, lead magnet. The right, goes back to the lead magnet. Yeah, yes. lead magnet. Gamify it. Right.
3: The lead magnet. I was gonna say it goes back to a dog biscuit, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's a biscuit. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, and, and for those who don't know what a lead magnet is, Steve,
5: I'm not. I'm not doing Wikipedia today. <laughs> I, I, do, do you swipe left or right when you do that?
3: <laughs> the lead magnet is a magnet you leave behind.
4: Thanks. say.
3: You're
4: welcome. If that's your real name. You know, it's kind of it's yeah. funny that this is the show topic and stuff. I signed up for Codable right before we jumped on this episode.
2: I know. I saw, I saw your thing come through.
4: And they sent me their welcome email. And then when I posted my first project there, I got my, you know, posting of my first project email and I absolutely loved the formatting of their email. Um, Simple, it addressed me. It did use my name, say, Hey David. But hey, what David. I really liked it and what made it personal to me, and I think I'm gonna adopt per pair. I'm not sure how Espenson says his first name, but I love the fact that the way that he signed his email off in that because it it really it impacted me, just not from a developer standpoint, but it was like wow, this is this is simple, clean, nice, and personal is what I thought. So
2: this is where this is a codable.io.
4: This is at codable.io. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
3: Well, all marketing niceties aside, I really would like to talk about Jetpack. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> t- let's talk about it. I mean, Jetpack has George. the ability Jetpack has the ability to be able to collect emails and be able to uh, add them onto mailing lists and stuff as well, right?
3: I That's wow. you.
1: That's you, yeah. George.
3: Okay. Sure. sure. Hey, so
1: Say that she wanted to talk about Jetpack. I was just going to let her do <laughs>
3: it. Um, but I, no, I, I, I felt a- like we should lead in with you. I don't know. Okay.
1: Uh, Jetpack has a subscriptions module that whenever you write a new post, it'll just take the content or the uh, excerpt and email it out to everyone that's opted in. No must, no fuss, no configuration necessary. Um, we've explored some stuff with our... Upper paid plans that'll let you remarket to your subscribers. So uh, you can send out, uh, if there's an article that you had published two years ago that's useful again, you can just, hey, republicize this out to my subscribers, send it to them again, and uh, you can do that. Um, I like but that. For, me, for most casual bloggers, eh, subscriptions are more just keeping up with what you're talking about right now. And then there's yeah. ex- certain exports you can do to uh, write custom emails to them. Uh, if they're subscribing via email versus subscribing in the reader on wordpress.com.
3: So this is that's really what I wanted to talk about was the fact that it's really that different thing between the subscribing to the blog mm-hmm. versus subscribing to a newsletter and those two different kind of entities. I think a, a lot of my clients that come in who have already, you know, tried to set that up have accidentally set up a subscription to their blog without intending to because they thought they were capturing email addresses. So um, you know that aside, I do think that can be really handy to have those types of segmented lists even at your um, on your site level because then you are you're really encouraging that um, kind of driving people back to your site who have opted in for that and those are like kind of your your hardcore people who will just come back to the site and give you that buy-in and that traffic and hopefully those shares. But it can be confusing because you can't send those same kind of personalized newsletters to those people. So that's a little bit confusing from a Different products
1: are better fits for different use cases. And I mean, yeah, the Jetpack subscriptions gets you what you need out the door with zero configuration. But we're fully aware that a lot of folks are going to need something more complex like MailChimp, for example. So we actually ship a MailChimp uh, widget and shortcode as part of Jetpack that you can then integrate to keep growing and use that instead of the built-in subscription subscriptions module
2: i mean i have on kitchen sink i have subscriptions via aweber but all it is so people (laughs) have to get alerted to when i have a new podcast comes out they get an email about it um which is odd because if they're subscribed technically they get it through their uh podcast player so but i need i'm actually in the process of changing that out completely and making it a lead all
3: the notifications
2: yeah right yeah (laughs)
3: everything blow up
2: and, everything, and and Aweber has a problem because if I do anything change, if I change even to fix a typo on that post, those subscribers get another email. So I have to go into Aweber, turn off the auto alert, go do the change, and then go turn it back on. It's kind of a pain in the butt. So that's why I'm actually leaving. Might be might be leaving Aweber, and I'm testing out ConvertKit. Aweber, right now.
3: Aweber is a pain in the butt. I
2: will it
3: agree. Be. That. Um, I actually have a client who uses uh, MailPoet. Have any of you guys oh, ever yeah. used MailPoet? Yeah, I mm-hmm. sure okay. Um, they've actually just updated to their a whole new model. Yeah. They're switching over to a more like uh, a more male chimpy model. Right. Um, in terms of like chimp-y. Is terms
5: is male right. chimpy a word? It is now.
3: <laughs> I, did, I, I created it. I verbed it.
1: Wow. Okay.
3: Um, no, I add. Just she actioned different. the motion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, they've just switched over to that whole like, uh, you know, sending emails to their server. I think that's definitely a response to the um, crackdown that has happened on. uh, sending out from servers. I don't know if any of you have also noticed this. For example, SiteGround, uh, without notice—not something I'm super happy about—actually recently changed their server configuration. So clients who had set up um, emails to go out, even through like WooCommerce, for example, uh, were sending through the the site, but we're not actually sending out. Yes. The gateway um,
2: was blocked. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was basically blocked. So I had to go through and basically, you know, set up SMTP, SMTP and non non-default stuff for all of those clients. So
5: and That's a that's, that's a good that's a good thing to pay attention to anyways if you're using a plugin that is relying on the server that you're on to do the email sending. Right. Don't don't. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah Well, you can't really. They're yeah. really stopping yeah. so you at this point. Like they're, they're was really the, stopping
2: you. MailPo was one of the first that actually had a separate service. You'd have to set up your user Gmail account or SiteGround or your hosting company to do it. And then they've been trying to build their own little SendGrid type of you know backend for a while. So, I remember. And then they they were they had the problem years ago. Is it four years ago where they actually had a security vulnerability and they got they took a big hit as far as integrations. So
5: let's talk about some transactional email services, right? Yeah. So uh, Adam mentioned one SendGrid, which is a great one. Uh, so if you are looking to send out mass amounts of email, uh, uh, again, don't send it through the server that you're yeah. hosting on. Use something like SendGrid, Mailgun. Yeah, okay. Um what is Mailchimp's uh, transactional email service? Mandrill. Yeah.
1: What's mandrill.
0: that? Uh, no matter what you do with any of these services, make sure you spend two seconds and just log into your DNS server and make sure you set up your SPF and DKIM um, values. So that way, when you're sending out those emails, the person, the, the, you know, the, the, the recipient's mail server is going to look at it and say, I feel that this is uh, an email that's actually coming from the correct place, and yes, we should deliver it, and we won't go and get Jason. Yes,
5: you or. need to you need to post a link for yeah. that because about 90% okay. of our audience just went. What? what? Well, <laughs> but, yeah, so, so, so but, the thing but is, the
3: well, all, uh, it's all
5: all with I'm not saying it's not yeah. important.
0: But I'll help you out with that a little bit. When you're going to set this up and you go into any of these services, it'll ask you, hey, make sure you do this. And most of the time there's like a whole bunch of links for all the different, you know, domain name registrars or DNS servers out there that says, here's all the different ways that you can do this. Make sure you take those steps and do it. And if you don't know how to do it, hire somebody that know how to that knows how to do it and, and get it done correctly. Tucker.pro. That's it.
3: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what Jason said. Before that, I was going to say another one of the plugins that I really like. Oh, is you're just that,
5: reinforcing what Jason said by saying what, yeah, Jason, what said. Jason
3: said? Just, yeah, what Jason you know, said. Yeah, what Jason said. I agree yeah. with him generally. <laughs> on general WWJD. I kind of don't know what he was talking about, but yeah, um, I'm sure if I paid attention, <laughs> I totally would. Yes. I was going to talk about WP Forms, which WP Forms is WP Beginners, right? Rad, awesome, w, land.
5: W, WP Forms is in the uh, Syed family, so it's in the yeah. same family as WP so, Beginner and um, Optin Monster and all those good, all, those good uh, technologies. Yes. So now have a putting called
3: WP Mail SMTP by WP Forms the name I just
0: wanted to say that. Yeah, I (laughs) only said two acronyms. Come on, you guys are going to be a bunch of crap. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Um,
3: That one's actually really very easy to set up, um, which is really nice because if these are, you know, if we're talking about like users doing it as opposed to developers doing it, um, uh, mail stuff in general can get really ugly really quickly. So it's, it's actually fairly a simple one to do.
4: Yep.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give and one if have- sort of – let me give one quick caveat with uh, with using something like this. So if you are using something like a, a, a plugin that is sending things off the server, that's doing it on, say, like a, a scheduler or a cron job or WP cron, and you have a plugin in like uh, Say just mentioned, and you make a local copy of your website, right? If if it runs that same cron, it's going to send out the emails again that were sent out off the server. So it's something you want to disable that's a twist. locally, right? And then there's actually in this particular plugin, there's something you could put in your config file that just disables the plugin completely locally if you forget. It's just it, it, I've run into it in the past. I'm speaking from experience. I don't want you to run into it. <laughs> um, no, so that's uh, not a good thing. Yeah.
3: Um. Sorry, George. Said. I, I, <laughs> George.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: What he said. <laughs> I, I, I cut I, off George earlier. I thought. Uh, no, sorry. I was just going to say that uh, with the. You can use the Google Apps account or anything along those lines to actually uh, do the mailer. You don't need to go to a large commercial thing um, if you're just doing small quantities. Right.
3: Um, and a great plugin I recently discovered to determine all of these send errors that were happening. Um, I just linked, what's it called, WP Mail Logging. It's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a nice simple one. Again, I'm I'm a big fan of the, the plugins that come in and do things really simply. So those yep. are the simple, easy to use what, ones.
4: What are some of the benefits that you guys find of sharing your content with email lists and stuff? None.
2: No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs>
3: RSS feeds just a bunch RSS.
0: of in grades. No, <laughs> RSS feeds are great for being able to do that type of thing, especially if you're not um, putting all of the content from an RSS feed being pulled from your website, but actually just putting like uh, a little block on the bottom saying here, here's the last ten posts that we've done. And I've seen that uh, those actually work really well. So you're doing a custom email that gets sent out, but then you're also providing a couple additional links that you don't have to go and find yourself and put them in there. It just does them for you. Been trying I know to find one myself of, for years.
4: One, one of the things benefits that, that has been for us is you know we send out a blog, we we committed to writing one blog post a week almost two years ago. Me too. And, <laughs> and we and we did that.
2: Commit and we sent it out
4: in an email each week. And what it did for us, it, it benefited us greatly on the SEO side, on the Google side. Um, so sending out these emails to your audience and stuff, which generates the blog posts, which helps you on the SEO side, right. which gives you authority ranking and stuff, you know, and builds trust in your audience and stuff. So it's, it's, it's worked out really, really good for us. I mean, greatly for traffic to the site. Come back. Keep them coming back.
3: Well, I mean, the fact is I literally found your… Um... Aspen Grove Studios through search, I think like last week, which is why I was like, oh, I recognize your name. So you know, that's good. It's showing up.
4: And it's from blogging, I'm telling you. It's from blogging. It's definitely from
3: blogging. Google loves the blog. Yeah. Google's into the blog. Yeah.
4: If I could send an email every hour, I would send an email (laughs) every hour. But Although that that can get really
3: dangerous, <laughs> I've been cleaning out all of my all of my email lists and all of that lately, and just kind of like obsessively unsubscribing from everything over the past week. And um, literally every day, so I cleared out all of my boxes, and then I, I'm like, wow, like I'm getting multiple emails from the same store. I didn't even realize that was happening because the way yeah. that it stacks up in there. But I'm like, this is this isn't like a good marketing tactic like this is right. the one track road to unsubscribe because you're literally flooding I, that person every time
2: i get invited to be on Watercore, i get two emails one two two different email accounts apparently somehow but i don't know which one i want to delete one of my, I don't. Know, i gotta talk to jason hey, about jason that. add add two more to him i will
3: <laughs> yeah we actually need those subscribers that's what Adam, get for so time. maybe just keep those on okay thanks that's Thank called you. padding our email list that's, yeah. what that's obviously <laughs> what we're doing We've all put in all of our Gmail variations into the right. list yeah. so that we can tell all of our uh, really wealthy um, sponsors.
4: That you've got huge <laughs> nice. email lists. All, all, dude, all, dude. Of our, all of our
5: wealthy sponsors?
2: All of our wealthy sponsors? All
3: of our wealthy sponsors.
2: We're making sponsoring great again. <laughs> <Right>. Oh,
3: why? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say those things. All right, anyway, what's everyone's conclusion here? Because we're almost done. And uh, I talked about all my favorite plugins. Do you guys mail have champ. a favorite actual I, plugin that you use? use
5: MailChimp.
2: Which <laughs> one
3: though? Which I mail i Steve?
2: I'm using gravity forms. The MailChimp. Mail gravity champ. Forms to another to the service Gravity Forms. It depends on yeah. it depends, it comes down to say it depends on what the purpose is. You're not allowed, allowed to say you're not allowed oh. to say it
5: depends on this show, ever. Thank
2: you.
3: It's copyrighted, actually. I right. least At Steve point. and I are allowed to say it. And if you say it,
2: it's a licensing uh, fee. So you owe us a
3: million dollars. Now. I'll give you the 10 <laughs>
2: cents. Don't worry. I can cover the 10 cents. <laughs> for 80, 80 cents for, for Steve since it's tonic is coming up. Thank you. it's uh, <laughs> 10 <laughs> cents a day. See? <laughs> Thank you very much. That's the last oh, I think, to think to the
1: Steve show. could use a bit more sense in his life.
5: Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm with Adam. I like uh, uh,
0: Gravity Forms or WP Forms with MailChimp uh, added in. I've been playing around a yeah. little bit with uh, Yike, uh, yikes. Um, their their million um, thing is kind of interesting. The way that that one works. I
3: used, to, I used to use them. I haven't. They they fell off the train a while ago. And then are they like revised, revitalized, re they fell off the train? Designed? Is it like
0: a wagon? <laughs>
3: That's off the stay train. They weren't on the stay train anymore. <laughs> well, the, the,
0: the thing I liked about it is that when you go to the site and it, re, it will remember you and it will say like, oh, you're subscribed to this mailing list. And you can actually unsubscribe straight from it. And so it does a two-way communication between MailChimp and the website. So that, that was an interesting thing that I saw. It that would be awesome do. if I could just
5: unsubscribe from every mailing list that I'm I'm subscribed to. That would be awesome. Hmm. There's a service called Roll Up. Should. you could do that with. Unroll. There's, unroll. there's another one me. called Trim. Is there really a service that does that? No, unroll.me. You can yeah. give access to your Gmail account to do it. Me. That's fine. Yeah.
3: You can resubscribe later.
5: Yeah, unroll.me. Unroll me. I'm all over that. No. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my <laughs> that's task. That's your Friday year.
3: afternoon. Yeah, seriously. You're going to get... You're going to get all unrolled. First, we talk about email subscriptions and how effective they are. And oh, at yeah. the conclusion of the show, we're like, and if you want to just unsubscribe from everything, here you go.
0: That's because
3: it. we like to bring it full circle. Here. Full it's circle. A cool air
0: awesome, air. folks. It's 1130. <laughs> I want to say thank you all for being on the show and hanging out with us and talking all about um, mailing lists and all those sorts of things. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, WooConf, Wait, right? What? Yeah.
3: So oh, crap. A- we, have our, we have our schedule already. Look we already
0: have our schedule. We're going to be talking about that and we're going to do some so uh, uh, pop-up notifications and all sorts of fun stuff over the next couple of weeks. So make sure you go over to our website at deadpeatwatercore.com and click on the link to subscribe. If you like this content, deadpeatwatercore.com slash subscribe. That's where you can find out all the subscription links and everything about the show and all the podcasts that we do. All right. Talk this
5: to you fun. later, folks. Normally we would come up with a topic at uh, 10.58. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> impressive. <laughs>